Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. And my name is Lauren Chu, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping to guide the conversation today, too. All right, so for this week, we are talking to people who are recent grads who are now working as data scientists. And today we have Rebecca Hayes. Um, can you give us a little introduction to yourself, telling us about where you're working now and what sort of things you're doing? Yeah, sure. So um, I am working as a data analyst, uh, technically a data analyst, too, at um, a finance company called Principal. Um, it's based in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, and then, yeah, I, a lot of what I do is kind of like analysis focused. Um, I feel like a big part of my job is strengthening infrastructure and the products that we use to support our clients. Nice. Um, all right. So what data science do you do in your current job and how are you uh, applying what you would have learned uh, studying data science? Yeah. So I'll go over maybe a little bit like just like what the program was and like how it worked. So yeah. um, I'd been, I had been working in the public sector um, and was kind of interested in exploring a career in technology. So I started taking computer science classes at um, City College in San Francisco. Um, it was a really good option for me. You know, some people choose to do boot camps, which is cool too, but I, I appreciate it. It was low cost. Um, I could take the classes like while I was working full time. Um, so I started, before I started that, I'd actually been kind of interested in SQL. Um, so that's been, um, that was that was one of the, you know, there were a few SQL classes within that program. There was Python, there was Unix and Linux. Um, I think right now, um, when it comes to you know data science, I use Python a lot. Um, within Python, especially like the Pandas library, there's quite a um, a significant use of SQL as well. Um, so you know, thinking about how to combine those two things with like business logic and that kind of stuff. Um, and then the other piece is uh, thinking about you know Unix and Linux is is something that I was a little bit surprised was included in the class, but actually, when I was working in my last role from a security perspective, is really useful. Um, and then in my current role, just understanding kind of like operating systems and licensing um, and also security, uh, which is a pretty big part of data science, too. OK. Yeah. So connecting um, like kind of your current job as well as um, the program that you went to, um, what class do you think was most helpful in your current work? Yeah. So I'd say that like all of them have been pretty helpful. Um, you know, it's hard to say because I feel like a lot of it is kind of like interchangeably used or you use them together. Um, I would say that if someone's starting out, SQL is a really good place to start because it's um, it's a little bit more intuitive, maybe like if you don't necessarily have like a STEM background, um, just understanding kind of how data structure, you know, how. Um, yeah, just like what it means to like make a query and like kind of how like when you enter information like that, our information is being stored and that we're, you know, how data is represented um, in different systems. Um, so hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. Definitely. And then kind of on the flip side, um, what industry skills do you wish you had learned through your coursework? Yeah, I feel like this is a really important question and um, something that would, I think, is hard. It's hard to teach, but it's an important part is kind of the interpersonal aspect of kind of data and data science. Um, 
I feel like a big part of what I do is working with subject matter experts. So just understanding like, you know, what do I need to know from something and like, what can I depend on someone else to tell me and how do I ask the right questions? Because like, if I ask someone, what kind of function do you think would help me like get the answers that I need? Or like, do you think like, what kind of like roles is that person? Like, they're not going to know. But so learning a little bit more about kind of how to have a conversation with people, whether or not they have a technical background is helpful. Um, let's see. Also understanding how. So then and then there's a, a kind of like a collaboration piece, too, that like if there's a way to think about like how different roles and teams kind of like work together and kind of how, you know, people feel differently about the way that data science works. And it can be I don't want to say controversial, but it can be something that like affects people, people in different ways. Um, so that's a big part of something that like, if it could be something about that might be helpful. Um, let's see, project management is the other thing that I think like, it's something that like, it's hard to do. It's important. It like, sometimes if it's done well, like I, there's somebody on my team who's an amazing project manager. And, um, I think sometimes it's like, you don't always see it, but it like makes a huge difference. It like really just like, it makes some things work really well. Um, it makes people, it, it makes like time use, like time is just used so much more efficiently. And it's, um, I think like spe spe specifically agile is something, agile project management is something that like, I feel like could be kind of um, maybe more highlighted within the data science kind of curriculum. Definitely. So like remembering that data science isn't just like purely technical, but also like there are other job components when you actually go into the industry. Exactly. Um, and then to wrap up, do you have any advice for current data science students that you'd like to wrap up with? Yeah, I mean, I think like what helped me, it took me a long time to kind of like feel more comfortable using data science in my day to day. Um, so I would just like say that, like, do something that like makes you passionate. Um, and it doesn't have to be something that's been done before. So like if, you know, if you love dogs or if you love ice cream or if you love music, just think about how can I learn something and create something um in data science kind of using that type of data um and be i feel like also kind of being honest with like who you are as a person like some people really like having a lot of structure and that's you know if you're someone who is interested in structure and kind of maintaining like a safe environment then cybersecurity like is a cool option or um you know you might be maybe you're someone who's like more interested in kind of building those relationships and then you know project management like there's a lot of different you don't have to be like one type of person to like study data science um i feel like the other piece is like think about how your identity kind of relates to the work you do um and i say that knowing that like we you know we live in like a pretty diverse world and there's going to be times where you know the way that like i see something is different from the way that someone else sees something but just making sure that there's kind of just a constant like, oh, I noticed that there's like this difference. Like why, you know, what might be causing that difference? Um, in like kind of more of a um, objective way, like trying to kind of remove yourself a little bit, but still be kind of like self-aware. Nice. Thanks, Rebecca. Those are yeah. great points. All right. So uh, today we have Jacob. Give us an introduction to yourself. Tell us where you're working now and what sort of things you're doing. Right, so uh, my name is Jacob Cavanaugh. I graduated from Cal Poly 2023. Right now I'm in between jobs, but for three years, which was most of my uh, my college experience, I was working for a tech startup called Sitesus. Um, they specialized in location analytics, mostly for the fast food industry. 
So when you were working there, what sort of data science were you doing and how were you applying the sort of data science that you learned when you were studying at Cal Poly? So we were all kind of doing a little bit of everything. It was a pretty small team, but far and away, the most that I was doing was concerning the data engineering. We were working with a lot of sales data for each of these companies and then also the location data of consumers that frequented them. So getting all of that to a usable place where our models could interpret it in a meaningful way, that was the bulk of our work. Um, the product specifically that we were working on for the majority of my stay there was called Impact, which largely concerned what would happen if a new location was to open up close to a previous one and how that would affect the consumer's behavior when it came to which one they were frequenting. And so in order to do that, like I said, lots of data engineering, but then also that was a huge request that was coming from a lot of our clients. So we had to approach that problem with the mentality that we wanted to generalize it and automate it as much as possible, which included a lot of conversations between each of the internal teams on the company, the clients themselves, and then also the data vendors that we were getting all of our data from. Um, like I said, it was a little bit of everything, but um, as you also asked us like, where yeah, or, or another question is like, is there anything that links to like classes that you took or studies, study, stuff that you learned in school that you ended up applying? Exactly right. So um, I would say the two biggest classes that really informed what I was doing at SiteSeuss were the simple intro to data science um, that taught us a lot of pandas, which is a software that deals with a lot of um, that, that data engineering that I, was, that I was talking about. And then also the capstone, which far and away was that that experience for me um, that concerned how to organize a project for end and development. So everything from the planning stages to the actual execution of it, we were working with real world clients. Um, we had our professors, Hunter and Alex who far and away, like they made that program for us. Huge shout out to them. Um, they were really holding our hands through that whole process so that once we went into the real world, we'd be able to hit the ground running. And I would say that's exactly what happened. Nice. I really like that. Um, even though it's such a new program, you still got a lot out of it. That's really impressive, especially um, for the people who organize that. Kind of the flip side of that question, what industry skills do you wish you learned um, through your coursework through that program? I would say get control, hands down. Um, I think that, like you said, that program is still pretty new. So I think they're working out some of the kinks in terms of what specifically we need to learn. And the foundation is super strong. They gave us a lot of of knowledge that I know from personal experience, some of my peers at other schools weren't getting in similar programs. Um, but when it came to Git control, when I actually started in a real world setting, that was something that I had to adjust to pretty quickly, just understanding how projects are properly organized. I don't even know where you'd slot that sort of thing into the curriculum, maybe in the same place that we were learning uh, kind of like code readability and proper, proper coding practices there. But that was something, like I said, that I had to adjust to quickly. Yeah. So um, as a new grad yourself, I know that you're kind of navigating the real world. Do you have any advice for current data science students that you'd like to wrap up with? Yeah, I would say um, don't forget to exercise your people skills. Um, I think that the technical ones are super important, but at the end of the day, your employers, your coworkers, they're going to remember the people that connected with them, especially in such an analytical field and one with so many remote opportunities that creates a little bit more of a barrier for that sort of thing. So if you're able to 
communicate what you're doing to non-technical audiences, if you're able to relate to people or stuff that's not necessarily super business oriented, then that's how you're going to be remembered. That's what's going to get you your next job. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course. Nice. Thanks, Jacob. You bet. Hey there. Today we have Yash. Can you give us an introduction to yourself? Tell us where you're working now and what sort of things you're doing? Yeah. Um, hey, it's nice to be here. My name is Yash. Um, I just started working a few months ago. It's been about five months uh, and I've been working at Rivian uh, Automotive as a software engineer. And I recently graduated from UCSD um, San Diego and I graduated in March and yeah, I studied data science and machine learning there. And yeah, since then, I've just been working, enjoying that post-grad life. And yeah, so right now I've, I've been working on the, uh, it's the merchandising team. So what we do is we we work on the order platform and we kind of work on the backend software as well as the front end for some parts of it to make sure that uh, that customers can have a smooth experience when they're ordering their vehicles, that we like segment our customers properly to make sure that whatever configurations that they choose are like sellable configurations. And we also make sure that whatever we have on our website, that anything that's there is we're able to kind of translate what we see on the website, what the customer sees that like abstracted version is translated to like a manufacturing configuration, which is what the, uh, what we see in the, in, in the, uh, in the plant which is more complicated because we see all the parts and everything like that. So that's kind of what my team handles. And yeah, so I've been working there for about five months there. Um, and I've really been enjoying it so far. That's awesome. And the interesting story that you're over in software, but you studied like data science, machine learning before. Um, but, you know, for the students out there, uh, what's, do you have some sort of data science that you apply in your current job? Or um, do you apply some of the things you learned in machine learning in your current job? So currently, uh, like to be completely honest, I feel like there's not much machine learning job, although I'm trying to sort of apply, apply it where I can. And I obviously want to use the skills that I learned during undergrad at some point during my job. So I'm always trying to look for an opportunity where we can sort of do that and use those skills since I know that I, I have those. Um, but it is, it is nice to know that like as a data science student, I'm still able to kind of su uh, succeed in a software role since we do have a pretty strong, uh, like foundational knowledge of computer science when that comes to like data structures, like software development. Um, I would say one, one area that we do seem to fall short and I'll probably come back to this later is like software architecture. Um, since that's, we, we kind of know how to code, but we don't know it's sometimes we don't know like the whole, like the, the design and like those fundamentals, those principles. So that is one sort of shortcoming, but I think that's something that it's always good to have something to, to like go back and learn. Um, but right now, like I would say within like within data science, I wouldn't say there's a specific like domain that I've been using it at work. It's mostly just been like the, the principles that I've learned. Like it's, it's a lot of it is like research, um, figuring out how to solve like so it's like the critical thinking, problem solving skills. I think those are very transferable. Um, obviously, the programming, the programming knowledge, um, 
yeah those generally are like the skills that i've uh taken to taken to work nice thanks yeah and if you could talk about maybe what class was most helpful in your current work even though you're not working directly in data yeah yeah i would say most helpful might be like product design so that was that was actually an elective that i took and that was it was so my second major was cognitive science machine learning and this was an elective within within that major so this was a course where we kind of um like we have it's a small it's like a project based course and we had a team of about 3 and we kind of develop a we develop a solution and my my team solution was uh an app that would help connect like elderly people who are uh maybe in like senior citizen homes or uh they could be like in a suburb but it'll help them it'll help connect them and we developed like a ui for them that was very it was it was uh like approachable and we would actually do the research like we'd go to uh we were in lahoya so we had a like a pretty large population of senior citizens so we were able to visit senior centers and uh like multiple times throughout that quarter and like talk to them uh understand like hey like this is our ui that we have like what what would you want to see like how would you uh be using this so we used like um yeah we we were developing it and then we uh i forgot i forgot exactly what tool we used to make that ui but we had a rough ui and then we had them uh, like we had the wireframe prototypes we had them go and i think that process of just like although although i'm not doing product design in my current role i think the just the action of repetitively like so making a roadmap and being okay that the roadmap changes uh but repeatedly going to your stakeholder or like in our case it was our user our our senior citizens um going to your stakeholder which may be a different team or it could be like a customer going back directly to them and showing them like the progress that you have and taking taking into account their their feedback and just improving upon that iteratively so i think that is that's like a skill that is very very important and i think just that process and the just the mentality that i think that was the that's kind of the biggest thing that i take towards work and it's interesting cuz like i've taken a bunch of like machine learning courses we've taken linear algebra like multivariate calculus but honestly like in my role i haven't used that yet um i definitely do want to use it since like i am capable in that sense um but it is it is cool to know that like an an elective that i took has been the most like so far has been the most impactful and uh it's just because like the day to day is is very much like you you have meetings with like pms you have meetings with a bunch of people you talk about the roadmap um and it it is it is very uncomfortable with how how much it can change and your estimates may be completely wrong and it's totally okay but just being okay with thinking like that i think that is that is something that has been exciting and i think it i think it is really exciting but um it's challenging exciting all, all at the same time yeah great and i know that you touched on this a little bit but if you can expand on what industry skills do you wish you had learned throughout your coursework yeah definitely so um i just believe that this this was so i guess in, in my program this might be because i did data science but i do wish that we took 
um, something in like software architecture. And this may have been a, an elective that we had, but I just maybe was focusing on like the machine learning side. But I, I do wish that I took a, a software architecture course because those are those are really cool since you kind of design um like you if you have a if you have a, a solution like you design the whole system you may talk about like how it how it like uh, um inter interacts with like aws and which services it uses like um it's just that whole that way of thinking is is very different and i do know that there are like different principles within within architecture and it's um like there's like a lot of different patterns but i've heard that when you learn that, like it is, it is much easier to to develop code, since a lot of those problems kind of boil down to certain like templates. So I think that would be a very interesting thing to learn, and probably very useful for, uh, for like for software engineers, but also for data scientists, because I do I do think it is it is important to be able to like do the code and like understand what you're coding. But I think it's also more important to really just be able to design something so i think that's what because personally like i think that like understanding what i'm designing and uh doing like uh, like understanding why i'm doing something is is as important as understanding how to do it so yeah because you might be able to find a better way to do it um rather than like maybe spending months doing a certain way and then and then realizing that wait we could have done it a different way so although both are both are constructive i do think that uh, like having different considerations before is it is nicer before like over committing to a certain like prototype or something like that. Definitely. Um, and as we kind of reach the end of this interview, something that we always ask every one of our guests is, do you have any advice for current data science students that you'd like to wrap up with? Yeah, um, I would say that don't, uh, don't discourage yourself. Don't, don't pigeonhole yourself into data science. Um, so I, whenever I was applying to, to internships, I initially, like, I started off applying just to data science. And uh, since I was like, I didn't know that I was like, I had enough software skills to, to apply myself to software engineer. Um, but yeah, and then at one point, like, this is also after I received a ton of rejections from data science internships, but I just decided to, to send it and uh, just apply to anything that you think if you if you believe that you have you don't have to have all the skills listed on that job listing because i i don't think like i don't think anybody would as long as you think that you're able to like develop those skills that are there and like put in the effort to learn it i think that's that should be good enough and you should have like you should have those those basic skills that they're asking for but it doesn't have to be everything so i think just um don't don't second guess yourself um if you're applying, like, let it be, it's, it's like the, it's the job of the interviewer to, to uh, make that decision if you're not qualified. So just apply um, and don't, yeah, don't be discouraged. I think I, yeah, like it was, it was very, it was very difficult. Like the first round of like internships that I was applying to, it was very discouraging since I hadn't really been in a situation where I'd sent out like hundreds of, like, or like over a hundred applications and, like only a few get back for interviews so that was a first for me and then during the job application so I was applying for jobs like this past year since I graduated 2023 and it was also very very difficult since it was a full-time uh I was looking for full-time roles 
Um, but this time, like, I just approached it with a different mentality. I knew that the economy was pretty rough this time. So it just takes one success to kind of just wipe out everything else. So, um, and any rejections that you have, just know that it's not you. It's just, it, it can just be the system and uh, it's, it's very tough. So I would say just uh, don't take anything that, like any failures, just take them with the, take them kind of constructively. It is, it is very tough to do that. And it's easier to say that now that I do have a job, but it's, it is like, it is important to not, not be hard on yourself when it comes to that. Um, and that's my advice for like job applications. But um, yeah, with classes, I would say like, just uh, try to take a broad, um, you don't have to specialize in something yet. Try to take a bunch of broad classes and see what you're interested in. But it is also nice to just um, to take a take a broad amount of classes because then you'll you'll have that you'll have like pretty good working knowledge of different systems. You'll you'll know um, how a bunch of different areas work, and I think that would make you a, a really good engineer and probably a good teammate too because you're you're able to uh, share those skills with others. Um, so don't don't limit yourself. That's what I would say, and don't discourage yourself. Awesome. Thank you. That's really nice. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts. And join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.